September 25th, the new Fox Tuesday kicks off with New Girl's new season. Then, welcome Ben and Kate. Stay away from my sister before you find out what six years of Rob McGaugh feels like. Well, like, year and a half plus, like, four years on and off I was traveling. Followed by another all-new New Girl. What am I looking at here? Pure, unadulterated friendship. And the Mindy Project. <laughs> Can't believe you're tattling. Tattling is when a little girl does it, okay? When a hot woman does it, it's called whistleblowing. The new Fox Tuesday from your September 25th on Fox. You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Johnson. Buzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's LA Complex After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424 424- 256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's LA Complex After Show. Hello, guys. Hello, guys. Bing is for doing, and we are doing another exciting after show for the LA Complex. This is season two, episode nine, Help Wanted. Um I want a sugar high right now. Just so you get ready. I think we all are in a sugar high. They bought new candy for us. Anyway, I'm your host, Emilinus Jr., and I'm joined here with my co host, Kelly, Miriam. <laughs> Bam, Erickson. He was like, he was like, <laughs> and if you guys want to tweet, as always, uh, Kelly has her phone with her, so you can tweet her at uh, Kelly079 um, or at Afterbus TV, and we will be happy to live tweet with you guys. So we had um, another great episode. They never fell. And like we always say, this isn't one of the most underrated series on television, but it's a great series regardless. So let's start with. Connor and Charlotte. It keeps getting better, to say the least. Yeah. And this storyline, I was a little nervous. And in my predictions last week, I was very wrong on how this was going to go down. I thought that she was, like, part of the investigator's office who was going to come and, like, try to snoop him out to get him to admit to burning his house down. But we find out that she really is his sister do you episode. fully trust her now, though? I still don't fully trust her. Negative. She got a DNA test. But there, <laughs> that can be manipulated. But, but how would have she? Have you seen Days of Our Lives? <laughs> well, you know, she is part of the Church of Cyanetics, mm-hmm. so. <laughs> but I think it would. I think it would be. Um, it's obvious for me. I like. I don't. I don't quite trust her. So, of course, if you're up to something, you would want to initiate, oh, absolutely, let's go take this test because she wanted to do it and then he didn't. And so, like, maybe who he got the results from, maybe, like, they tweaked it or something. There's still something that I don't quite understand about this this um, this girl. Well, the part that I don't understand is if she hasn't seen him since she was a baby, because I, apparently she's younger than him. Which means she never saw him. Right. How did she know that that's her brother? Like, how does she know that that's... Except well, for when know. she was in the office for the investigation or whatever it was, like a mm-hmm. police station, and they gave her the photo saying, you know, this is him. And then she said yeah. the mom never talked about him or anything. Yeah, no. but how... I th- Well, I think that just because... Of, 
this is how I kind of interpreted it. Just because the mother didn't talk to her specifically about it doesn't mean that she didn't hear or know about him. Right. And so we find out deeper into the episode that she wound up com- the mother wound up committing suicide. She didn't just die. She committed suicide. Right. And it was because of him. So how would Charlotte know that it was because of him that she killed herself? And so I think that, you know, it's like when you when you hear someone crying in the background or, you know, like in a movie. I was watching a movie the other day and it was like, well, I hear you crying all the time. Doesn't mean that I'm crying in front of you, but it still can be heard, especially yeah. when little kids are running around in the house. Well, well, we find out she obviously has an ulterior motive because she wants to get him to join her church. I mean, that's as soon as he's all set that, yes, 100%, you're my sister, yay, I have family, boom, this is what I want to do. So that already is, you know, if there's more than one, one of her ulterior motives. She wants him to what join bothered, her. What bothered me, though, was what you just said when she turned it around and said that the mother committed suicide because of him, because she basically put that guilt back on him where he's getting into this depressed mode and then she talked about the cyanetics thing so it's like did the like you said did the mother really know or did she know that the mother really committed suicide because I don't I find that I don't believe her I don't trust her I just don't and then also remember when Raquel and Connor was at the um, across the street from uh, the Chinese Theater in Los Angeles mm-hmm. when they were having that scene before they went to go get takeout from Mr. Chow. Right. You remember? Because <laughs> Mr. Chow delivered. <laughs> right, yeah. exactly. Remember, that's a Chinese food place here in Los Angeles. But remember... That does not deliver. Yeah, that does not deliver, and it's expensive. But remember when the lady was outside mm-hmm. yes. soliciting? Mm-hmm. And so now, well, the same type... Now, it wasn't mentioned that it was a Scientology, but we saw it through the... Um, through the through the um the closed captions, so that's how we knew that it was Scientology. So again, he was being solicited when he and Raquel was together back a couple episodes mm-hmm. ago, and now it's again. So it's kind of like one of those things, like okay, well, what's going on? Well, but remember, he was actually a little bit interested. Yeah, he was interested, and he's very mm-hmm. easily manipulated, as we can see. But mm-hmm. I was telling um Miriam and Kelly right before the show, I was saying how at first I thought that the girl was the same blonde girl who handed him the pamphlet on the street. But then they're like, no, it's somebody different. So apparently I think all white people look the same. <laughs> but, <laughs> but there we first, go. Stereotyping again. At first, I thought it was the same girl and then I realized... Did he just say what the... <laughs> <he did? laughs> Clearly all white people don't look the same and all black people don't look the same. Well, in Los Angeles, that is a, it's a strong possibility. You know, if you turn the blondes all around, they look the same from behind. So yeah, yes. it's possible. But I remember because that girl who was on the street had a very, she had strong features. And I remember, I think her eyes are blue and this girl's eyes are brown. So I don't think it's the same girl. But I did initially think that it was the same girl when the cyanetic thing came into play. Mm-hmm. And I still want to go back and watch the episode. So if anybody remembers, just if you know off the top of your head, prove me wrong. Um, I'm just happy for Connor. He is now, he has the family that he desires and it doesn't matter I mean it was obvious in the last episode that it doesn't matter to him how he has that family feeling I mean he was willing to attach himself to Jennifer and to Eric not even being blood related to them just so he could have that family feel so now that he has Charlotte in his life I just feel that like this is good for him it's so naive though because I I, I wouldn't do it if, if if I just got on this brand new series and I'm making this good money now and then this random person comes out of nowhere and yes we took a DNA test I just don't I feel like it's too it, it just doesn't seem right something's not right about it 
I, yeah, the Scientology yeah. part of it. Yeah. Well, and not, I mean, I don't know. What, what also, it what, seems sketchy. What also doesn't sound right about it is when she was first introduced um, last episode, when she was giving, uh, she was giving pictures of him saying, this is, you know, him. And then she goes out and then she's standing outside of the complex. That seems very sketchy to me. Well, if she had a private investigator say, hey, I'm looking for my brother. And he says, OK, we found him. This is him. That's the only if we were trying to take the, the logical reason that isn't there other ways that you can go and. So did he change his name? No, because if he didn't change his name, he's an actor on a television show. Thank you. Why would she need a private investigator? If you know his name, mm. that's what makes it weird for me is how does she know that, that? That's why I thought maybe he changed his name, because why do you need all of that? If you know, if you're looking for me, my name is the same. And I'm a personality and posters everywhere on television. I'm not that hard to find. So, you know what I mean? Like, it's just it, that's what seemed a little crazy to me was unless he changed his name and maybe he has a stage name. But uh, do we know that? I don't know. I don't think so. And let's also be real. This is L.A. Complex. This is this is TV drama. <laughs> it's complex. Is some, <laughs> right. Something is going to happen. Right. And we're going to soon find out, you know, is she real? Is she not? Is she fake? She's or not. Whatever. She's fake. Yeah. Because, I mean, if she's pushing Cyanetics on the corner of Hollywood and Highland and there's a big poster of his face at the corner, what do you need a private investigator for? Yeah. I, I don't know. The same. But, um, guys, you want to know what you think. Mm-hmm. If you could please go to iTunes. And, you know, each week we ask the same thing. But, really, it's just a, a genuine plea. Go to iTunes. It really helps us out. And what you can do is when you go to iTunes, we're going to give you instructions this time for those who don't know how to do it. You go to iTunes <laughs> and you search for, you search for AfterBuzz TV. And then when you go to AfterBuzz TV, you look for the LA Complex after show or any of the other after shows you listen to. But I'm talking about LA Complex right now. So, <laughs> so you go to the, the LA Complex after show. And when you click that, all you have to do is um, rate five stars, please. And then also leave a comment in the comment section. Click subscribe and download. And what that will do is um, that will help move us up in the rankings, but also help um, AfterBuzz get noticed overall in the iTunes podcast network. And um, the final thing is when you get done with that, there's a... If you click to the right of, it's like a little arrow, click down the down arrow and click share and then share it with your, your friends and family. And maybe um, they'll share it with other people and we'll go viral, blah, blah, blah. But if they don't necessarily like L.A. Complex or watch the show, we have plenty of other after shows for, for them to enjoy. And we have the fall lineup coming up very soon. So get ready for that and support the other hosts. Um, also, there's a podcast app, and it's on the App Store. Um, if you download that, it will put all your podcasts into this neat little app, and you can do the same thing that you can do through iTunes. It just makes it more convenient for those who are on their mobile devices, iPad, um, iPhone, etc. And, yes, yeah, so that would be great. And we really want to know, I mean, I want to know personally, especially about this Connor and Charlotte thing, if you can let us know what you think, if this is a real relationship or if something's fishy, because I think something's fishy. So join in the conversation with us. And also check us out on YouTube for those who watch YouTube, too. So. Yes, we don't forget about the YouTube people. And okay, Club LA Complex. Yes, maybe she did start looking at him, looking for him before the show aired. Whatever. I still don't think it's 100% legit. <laughs> I agree. Completely agree. There was posters. They advertise way before the show comes on. Some shows do. Some shows don't. <laughs> they do somewhere, whether it be online or whatever. We know that they were advertising for their show. They walked around LA and showed us that they were. Well, so. I mean, for, for her and... and We'll move on for this, I guess, in a second. But for her, you know, you have this whole sibling thing. You know you have a sibling. You don't know where they're at. He didn't go looking for her or for the for the situation. I don't think he knows how to do that. He seems kind of clueless in that regard. And so for her to kind of 
to go looking for him after hearing about him, maybe not as much as she admits or wants or Maybe she went had. looking for him because he was an actor. Remember? Has money. Do Rem- you remember? <laughs> <laughs> Sing, Michael. <laughs> remember when Abby was introduced to um, to Connor and Charlotte? Did you see how when Abby was like, oh, <gasps> right. Um, yeah. You guys don't really look alike. At and she all. immediately almost took her head off. Wait, yes. clue, ding, 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 ding. Red flag. Well, that's also clueless Abby. But she why did was, the sister get so defensive, though? Right, and although Abby is clueless, she actually made sense. She's like, you don't look alike. Your hair's different. The eyes, like she's she's a dingbag, but she had a good point, don't you think? <laughs> I just well, felt- I mean, and right off the bat, they have different accents. I mean, mm-hmm. you wouldn't think, you know, are you so you're half siblings? I get it. She lives in Boise. <laughs> yeah, Boise, <laughs> Idaho. <laughs> she lives in Boise, but she has a Canadian accent. Love and, it. And speaking and <laughs> speaking of like black people, and white people don't look like. If, if someone, if someone, if if any, if um, if Ian and I said that we were brothers or something, you immediately look at us like, well, how can you two be brothers? You're like your dar. I accent. You, know. you have to be half brothers. <laughs> True. Brothers from another mother. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're talking about all these siblings, but we can't leave out our favorite siblings, Simon Ugh. and Beth. Oh gosh. <laughs> so you know, I I think we all are in agreement that we're ready for this storyline to go away. I mean, I, I, I'm rooting for them. I am why? rooting for them. <laughs> Please <Yeah>. die. <laughs> no, I mean the the reason why I root for them, and I've said this in every show prior, past, well, before this one, and I'll say it again tonight, is the fact that it is the LA complex. It is the experience of people coming out to Los, An- Los Angeles and trying to make it in the industry, and this just shows another side of it. That's why I'm on their side. Yes, it gets a little on the cheesy side, but. Life sometimes isn't exactly all fabulous. It gets a little cheesy, so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, whatever. <laughs> no, it is getting it's getting a little bit better. It is starting to grow. I will give you that. Yeah, she's getting naked. But she's getting naked like every five minutes, apparently. Like, she gets, she's so easy. She's like Abby. It's, you know, she's the second little L.A. complex little slut. <laughs> well, it's... <laughs> It's not that. It's, and Simon made a good point when he dropped when she dropped him off and was hesitant to drop him off at the callback mm-hmm. for the science thing, and you know the the casting chick was like, "Hey, look, no, it, we're treating this like a school day. Drop them off, come and pick them back up at three. And Simon says to her, "He's like, you know, why don't you take time for yourself? Don't you need a break? Doesn't mean you have to get naked right. every time you get a break, honey. If I were her." <laughs> I'd be getting naked because she never gets it. She's around a ten-year-old all the time, and she says but she's, that. But she does that to herself, though. This is the part that's frustrating. She does that to herself. What does she she do? can leave him. He he has to go to school at some point. He's ten. He's old enough to go to school. Why isn't she he needs, in school? Yeah, she's got to figure that out. Because it's technic- L A. L A. is year-round schools. But te- well, not every <laughs> most schools. of the districts are year-round schools. School is in session. Okay, well, it's the summertime. School is in session. Okay, well, maybe maybe. maybe Maybe he's at Glendale. I'm so confused. I never thought about that. Why is he in school? <laughs> maybe he's in Glendale. Why not? <laughs> Glendale doesn't have year round, so maybe. No, they're in Hollywood. Yeah, they're in Hollywood. Hollywood. Hollywood school is year round. They get like a couple weeks off, but you know he hasn't been to school. She obviously can't register him because they're in trouble. Oh wait. So that isn't that the whole thing? She's a genius, so she's teaching him at home. Oh, well, because he's, she memorized the dictionary. Right. She memorized the dictionary because that was believable. What was that chick doing studying her SATs, living at the LA complex. <laughs> I'm like, how old is this chick? Right. It's, it's, probably, it's like suit. the Oakwoods. In a bathing suit, two piece. 
Yes. Like, what the hell? It's furnished. <laughs> yeah, they're like it's like the Oakwoods. And if anybody is familiar with LA, it's these furnished apartments where all the actor kids and families come. There's you a know, documentary on it. Yeah, when you're you know, Michelle Williams used to live there when and she lived there by herself when her parent you know, when her parents had to go back wherever they were. So a lot of younger actors do that. So okay, I can understand that. But why is this kid not in school? Maybe because they're in trouble, they run away, her mother died, doesn't know where the dad is and you know, but well now she dad, does, but yeah, dad's been calling like crazy. And she's yeah. not picking up. My yeah. thing is, I think the thing that bothered me, which I told you guys earlier, is that in this episode, and we see it in, in these shows all the time in all these different comedies, the thing that bothers me, in this day and age, everybody has a cell phone or some type of something <laughs> in their pocket. If you push me in the pool, you're going to get murdered. Because my phone, <laughs> my iPod, my freaking wallet, like, you know, push me in the pool. <laughs> No, I, I agree very with you. Passionate do not that. push me in the pool. But under the circumstances, he saw her stick the phone underneath the pillow. But I'm saying you can still have other electronic devices. Yes, because she has. She can barely afford to eat, so she's got an iPad in her back pocket. No, that's not even the case. It's just. Oh it, it, it's very. Uh, it's very lax in that situation. Okay, but but first, okay. Th- Did so, you like how though Eddie was trying? I was to just about to say Eddie was yes. like, you know, I don't, don't push me, don't you dare! And he's like, dang it, do it, do it. She's like, no. <laughs> Eddie's trying to get laid. By All any means, the time. By any means necessary. Well, I mean, but Beth got laid um, twice. Yeah, twice. She, she just got walked in on. Twice. By Raquel. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of awkward. Which, yeah, we can go ahead and go into Raquel. Raquel was pretty, um, <laughs> she was pretty interesting this episode because, uh, you know, I felt like she, she left the halfway house. And it was funny. The first thing we saw was when she was leaving um, her, or trying to leave her apartment, and this fan comes up to her and says, weren't you on, um, oh, what was the show? Oh, my God, we Wasteland. Teenage, Teenage Wasteland. Teenage Wasteland. It was so funny because she goes to autograph, and it's obviously the paper saying you're being sued. Um, but but it was an old, like, her, it was like an older, like, she was older. So it was believable. Like, yeah. <laughs> But what I was, recognize that walk anywhere. <laughs> but what was so funny was, of course, Raquel did the, the thing where she wants to ignore as much as she wants to be recognized. She's like, no, that was not me. Mm-hmm. And then she kept buttering her, she kept buttering her up. She loves her ego to be stroked. She loves her yeah. ego to be stroked. And then finally, she kind of, okay, sure, I'll sign it. And then <laughs> she got served. That was a pretty genius serve. process server, though. Yeah. Good for that. They're all actors in LA. Yeah, everybody. But then after that, we saw she filed for a bankruptcy. Yeah. Yes. And then she ends up in a bar. Well, it's interesting that when she was filing for bankruptcy and the bankruptcy lady, I, I don't know if she was necessarily a lawyer or a paralegal or an assistant of some sort, um, she was like, you know, you sign here, you sign here, you sign here. And Raquel's like, well, that was easy. And she says to her, she's like, you know what? Nobody ever says that this is easy. Right. Do you understand what's what's actually happening here? But I can, you know, to a certain degree, I can understand why this is easy for Raquel to sign those papers and to say that it's easy. When you're being sued for so much much money, it's like, we already know that... Cacta Bear is going to sue her for 120000 and she was going on to the rehab show for 150 So she could have pocketed had she just kind of she kept just it stayed. together. But, you know, she's, she's also fighting her inner demon as far as not being seen out in the public for who she really is. She wants to change her image out there and not be known for a, as a biatch. Mm-hmm. But that's what she really is. She, that, that's her problem. Her biggest problem is that she has an ego that's too big for her own good. She doesn't know how 
how to just suck it up and take responsibility for what she does. And that's evident. After all of that happens, she's on the phone with her agent and she's, you know, not hearing the fact that she's the one that's made this situation. She got a DUI. Nobody's fault but hers. She got fired from the set. She's the one that walked off the show because of something she started in the first place. She's not taking responsibility for herself and that's what she needs to learn. She needs to own up to her inner bitch. I was was just about to say that because the thing is it (laughs) all boils down to she is a bitch. She can play a bitch very well. She just accepts it. She'll get money from those roles. All she had to do was continue to be a bitch on this rehab show and she would pocket the $30,000. That's all she had to do. Don't try to turn yourself into something you're not. Be yourself. Get paid Mm -hmm. for who you really are. Exactly. You'll make more money that way. (laughs) I could see the... I can... I can see a little bit the whole morality issue that she had with the um, with the rehab show and why she wanted to walk off because of what was going on. I kind of... Yeah, but she's the one that started it in the first place. She is the one that pushed that kid so far over to the edge that he OD'd and almost died. Still, that was of her making. She's the one that at the beginning thought it was a big joke. But I still don't think and that said, he really OD'd. But. Well, but she's the one that said, I don't think he really has a problem. If he did, he wouldn't be on television if he really wanted help, I guess. Well, you know, we they the boys in predictions last week mm-hmm. said that that was a whole fake mm-hmm. I mean, it could have been. You know, it could have been. Because that producer, was she had it out for Raquel after Raquel's like, no, I'm running the show. Yeah. Well, and obviously anybody that, you know, goes on a show like that, there's a sense of, you know, you go on a show like that for a reason. I like how she showed up at the bar and started drinking, but didn't know how she was going to pay for it. Yeah. She always figures something out. Oh, okay. But girls, can I just... Yes. Do you girls get free drinks, right? When you... Sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. I, see, I let my inner bitch kind of shine, <laughs> so not always. Okay. So, yeah, sometimes. Yeah. I could totally see why she would order I mean, I could, yeah. Because she's a girl. I could, yeah. I mean, but she ordered the drink. She wasn't, she was offered one free drink, though. Yeah. But they're not going to just say, oh, you had five drinks. Oh, yeah, we'll pay for your tab. Um, I, I figured, I... I think that she thought she knew she was going to be able to get out of it somehow, whether she had to play the flirting role, the girl role, do you know mm-hmm. who I am? She probably she, could have paid for it and didn't want to. Yeah. It so was, was funny like, when she... Um, at, she she's drunk. Yeah, she's she gonna... very drunk. <laughs> and the point when she told the, uh, the, the owner or whatever, the manager, that she couldn't pay for the drinks, and he was like, oh, well, you know, I can help you there. And he walks away. At first, when she grabbed the apron or whatever. I didn't know what she was grabbing. I thought she was getting up to leave. I thought it was her purse or something. I was like, oh, God. So she's going to walk out. And I thought then... she was going into the other waitress's pocket to see if she had tips. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, she did not get ghetto. But then she put on the, the apron. Right. She was like, I'm going to show you. Even though I played a waitress once in a movie, you know I can drunk. actually do this. <laughs> uh, and she's drunk. Yeah. And she goes up and the first thing, what do you want? What did she what? call it? What? Not tradesies. Swappies. Oh. So, uh, what, yeah, something like that. What did she say? Swapsies? Or something so. like that. And he oh, said, Swip yeah. Swap or something yeah, like that. Yeah, something like that. And he's like, no, my business doesn't work on tradesies. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> what I thought was really interesting, she at, she was at the point where... Swip Swap or something. That's yeah. what it was, yes. yeah. 
even at that moment when she knew that she needed a job, she was willing to lower her standards <laughs> for just a second to work this job because she needed money. But even when she lowered her standards, she still was who she was. She was such a bitch Ooh. to those customers. Like, what Which is you, like, you look like, like the kind of want? guy that orders a wrap. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody yeah. got the wrong and then she's And then when we come back from commercial, when she's come out of the kitchen here, I think you need to... I mean, she was totally herself. So it's like one minute you want to feel sorry for her because she kind of humbles herself and she wants to and then she just goes back to being a bitch and but it's hilarious to me she has it backwards <laughs> if anything she should yeah. have this nice kind Raquel that she was trying to play on rehab in this waitressing role and turn that bitch role into what she was she but was it, drunk though but well, it still and it but it still works for her and I think that's why she continues to be the way that she is because no matter what somehow someone will reward that bad behavior just like he did and no you can't be a waitress but you can be a bartender because it's okay that? to be a bitchy yeah. bartender right so so she still and, gets rewarded or that or it's acceptable for her to be that you know, kind but, of crappy. But also people. her job, she was 50-50. She was 50% good. She was 50% horrible. She was getting the food out. <laughs> she was getting the food out quick. She was 100% horrible. <laughs> she, I like how she, she told she off the owner. She passed out food. But no, no. She was rude to all the customers. Nobody got, some people didn't get their food at all. You look like a guy who wears a wrap. <laughs> yeah. but, you remember, but you remember the owner said, this is the first time that we've had um, fast service. So I was saying that she was at least 50% good. <laughs> what she if it's fast service? <laughs> I want my food, though, my proper food. She was just passing out whatever was up. She's picking it up and passing it out. Yeah, let me, let me stop defending her. I mean, stop she's... it right now. Well, I like how she went up to him. She's like, listen, I don't have time for this. I have appetizers waiting for me to deliver. Yeah, no, no, my, my appetizers are up. And, and she called them apps. Yeah, right. my apps are up. Hey, I was a waitress, and that is not okay. Like, you need to get it together. Is this going to be like a new love interest with her and the owner? I, it kind of looked like it, it a It looked that bit. way, and we're good at yeah. predicting that stuff. Anyway... Um, oh, Nick, Nick and, and Sabrina. Sabrina. Mm, I like them. Ugh. I You don't like anybody, I don't man. know why you don't like Nick and Sabrina still. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like her. She, mm. No, I like her. She brings out the best in him in a very positive way, unlike Abby, who didn't bring out anything in him. Well, um, I think it's funny. is like all of a sudden there's no interaction between them at all. Like they never see each other with Abby. That's with true. Abby and oh no, um, they saw each other at the at the pizza party last week. Uh-huh. Well, yeah, but you and know that what was I awkward. mean. Like, hey, former no... cut buddy. <laughs> but there's no real like nothing. It's like all of a sudden he's got his new chick like up in the. Like, it's the same thing room. with Tariq. That's her best friend. They were they saw each other in episode one of season one for like two seconds. <laughs> they haven't seen each other since. And they haven't seen each other. She since. doesn't know what's going on with them. Have no clue. <laughs> That's true. No, but with Nick and Sabrina, first of all. I have to say that I love that Nick stepped it up this episode. He manned up. First of all, he kind of did it in a JJ way. <laughs> by, I mean, I was screaming at the TV last night and again a little bit tonight. Like, please don't take the blame for this whole cocaine thing. Please don't do it. Like, don't be. I'm, a, I'm mad that he did. I was like, don't be a pushover yet again because he's very good at being a pushover. And so when he goes in there and like Paul comes out and he's like, and. 
I guess last night when I was watching it, I thought it was a lot more than what he put on the table, but it was like this little tiny, like little balloon. No, that's still that's still I mean, a lot for cocaine. It was a lot, yeah. but the way that they made it seem was like it was like a. I don't know. My TV was far away from. Me. <laughs> I wasn't wearing my glasses. But when like, you're a writer, a you're cocaine. not supposed to make any money. You know, if you're a struggling writer that can't, you know, really afford anything. Yeah. How do you afford this? You know, either way, that's not a good. significant yeah. amount of cocaine. I think mm-hmm. even with him being naive and him being just a knucklehead. Who in their right mind would stick up and say that they uh, was using a code? Who would would do that? That's just that was not believable because you absolutely had to know that you'd be fired. The thing that drugs. The thing that bothered me was well, it's entertainment though, so sometimes you're not. But the thing that bothered me, his boss said, you know, oh no, you're not going to get like get arrested for this. It's just a little bit of cocaine, and that's all Nick was worried about instead of his job. But how did you think? Like when you see how livid. Paul F. Tompkins was when he came in the room. There's no way he was just going to be like, okay, don't do that again. You get rid of that cocaine, son. Well, well, especially the fact that it was in his boss's contract that he's supposed to be in rehab ex- and clean. Married Obviously, with a kid. I will, I, well, my favorite line, you were somebody's father, that's messed up. <laughs> I'm gonna, I was going to say, too, like, it's not like if... Okay, so you know how the boss basically said... Uh, whoever's doing that, he did a whole speech where he was pretending like somebody else was doing the coke. But if Nick would have gone to Paul F. Tompkins and said, hey, no, actually, it's him that's doing the coke, because of his past use, obviously, he's going to believe him. And then even when even when, um, even when when Nick said that it was him, he totally didn't believe him. No, right. he didn't. He's like, and we're so, not talking yeah. about sugar and powder and Are frosting. Are you sure you put it in your body? Are you <laughs> using it correctly? And so to even fire him, that was just like, you knew that he knew that he didn't do it. But well, right, but I would have fired him, too, for just being a liar. Mm-hmm. You know, because that's what he said. Because as soon as Nick walks in there, he said, you know, I'm not opposed to rats or I don't, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. He's like, I like rats, so please tell me. And then he goes and and covers for someone else, obviously. That's not somebody that you can trust. Why do you want someone like that on your team? Yeah. You know? But then, like, right after, when he told him that, he said, well, you know, Nick, I want to thank you for telling me the truth. And I'm like, okay, Great. And then he got fired, which is like you should have just he should have just told from the beginning, told him that his boss was using everything. Mm-hmm. But they're just stupid in the show. And he's still naive. Um, but like we said, he did have some big, mighty balls for going back in there and telling him off and then punching him. You look like a Muppet without hair. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Hairless Muppet. I was like, that is it, Nick. You are finally stepping up as you should. Yes. And then also, yes. And then also said the only reason that you're hired is because you were friends back when you were a I mean, good writer. used to be funny. Yeah. And the thing that set Nick off is when he talked about his girl Sabrina, though. Oh, yeah. He had to defend this girl because he said the only reason you or Sabrina wasn't hired is because I realized I wasn't going to be able to sleep with her and then Nick kind of just said oh no that's my boo because you know because uh, what is his name boss guy or I don't know I was just trying, I don't know. I've been middle avoiding man, it the whole time middle man you know you know uh, Paul's full name which I think is hilarious considering we never know anyone's name really on this I show know. I thought uh, that was funny too I just didn't say anything that's the Paula Pumpkin show <laughs> Like, how does he know the whole freaking name? And we don't even know, like, the guy's name who he's been doing supposed yeah. blow with and getting horse for. But then Paula Tompkins, that's his real name. He's like a real person instead of this fictional character. Anyway, yeah, he's a real <laughs> Well, I just, I like how Nick stepped it up and, you know, he, he went off on him and just kind of laid him out. Do you think that when, do you think that when, um, when Sabrina asked, well, why did you hit him? And he said, you know, don't worry about it. He basically didn't tell her the truth. Do you think that he should have told her why? Or- I think he 
did. I think that he was just not trying to get into the details of it. Well, I mean, I don't think it was necessary. She knew about the cocaine part. Right, but I think... Are you referencing like he, him saying the yeah, only he, reason you didn't get it is because you weren't going to sleep with him? Or I think didn't he say because I didn't bone her, right? Is that what he said? Yeah. Yeah. Along those lines. Okay, well, I feel like it would have been very uh, damaging to Sabrina because she has this big ego. Oh. Because sh- even when even when he said I got fired, if you notice, Sabrina was like, um, you know, well, something to the effect of you almost or you almost deserved the job as much as I did or something like that because she's still well, in this she mindset. Said, she said, you did. You are funny. You deserve that job almost as much as I did. Right. Yeah. So she still has this mindset where she's still above him. Well, I also think it's because of the fact that, I'm so sorry, Sweet Pea. I think it's because of the fact that <laughs> she, you know, when she freaked out before losing the job, she's like, it's hard as a woman to get a job mm-hmm. doing this. And here, you know, she got as high as she got and then Nick comes and trumps her out with her own material or... Well, and I I think that's one of the reasons why he didn't tell her yeah. because of that because she's been believing that she gets it on her own merit which she actually is funny but mm-hmm. when somebody says something like that it's hard to tell did yeah. she make it that far because she's funny or because he wanted to sleep with her and that is that's what she means by it's hard to have a job like that because those are the things that women in in a lot of different industries face yeah. whether it be entertainment or business or whatever and i just think as a man he wanted to protect her, and that was not any information that she needed to know. Right? No, but yeah. that's better that's that he such didn't a say sweet anything. Little naive thing. <laughs> Whatever. He's manning like up little together. by little. It's like he's like inching along. And it's because along. of her. It's because of her. I mean, but uh, I'm happy. I'm happy that together. <laughs> but this show is just, it can be a lot to handle sometimes. So much drama. But um, look, well, they're, they're both unemployed now. So, I mean, they should be happy, right? She's not going to do any more sabotage. They'll be well. No, nice they need well, money now though. They need jobs, and they're going for the same one. That's never nice. <laughs> Unemployment. <laughs> well, hopefully, um, they like comedy, and let's let's face it. You know, we all love a good comedy, and it's human nature. So, Fox Premiere Tuesday is stacked with them. First, uh, Zoe Deschanel is back on the season premiere of New Girl. Love that Yay! show. And, um, I yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Boom, just like that. She's laid off and looking for work. And um, then, family is a funny thing. From the producers of New Girl, we have a brand new series. Critics are calling one of the year's best new comedies. It's called Ben and Kate. Ben, the season premiere of New Girl, keeps on rolling with another all-new episode. I know, right? And then Mindy Kaling has a brand new office. It's a series premiere of the new comedy, The Mindy Project. And I'm telling you, if you're looking for a night of laughs, Fox Premiere Tuesdays got you covered beginning September 25th at 8 p.m. And guys, I just want to let you know, first of all, New Girl is one of my favorite shows. Because uh, Zoe, I'm, we all watch this show, right? Zoe yeah, Deschanel yeah. is hilarious in her quirkiness. And she, I don't know her. She's just a unique character in real life and on the show. I I think it got, like, at the beginning, I thought it was it might have been, like, a little bit overkill. Agreed. Like, she was a little too quirky at first. but And they, they kind of leveled it out. And then it definitely got better. I loved um, Dermot Mulroney being on that show. Yeah. Loved that whole storyline. And I kind of have a crush on Jake Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited it's coming back, though. Like, you know, even though, obviously, we're L.A. Complex fans and CW fans. But, you know, Fox has some great comedies. And um, if you haven't checked out Ben and Kate and the Mindy project they're both on hulu right now you can see the pilot before um it premieres on september 25th and 
personally, Mindy Project, I was in tears laughing because Mindy Kaling um, is from The Office. She's hilarious. And she is just hilarious. You know, um, I, I met her last night. Did you really? Yeah. I, I follow her on Twitter and she cracks me up. Like, she's I think absolutely she's hilarious and she definitely brings the funny in this um, comedy. So make sure you guys check out um, these new comedies on September 25th at 8 p.m. Now back to the drama. Um, Aldrick. <laughs> she had to set the tone, do a lighthearted, <laughs> and then bring back to the nitty gritty because this is like the most intense storyline, obviously. And well, I like that we got to hear Abby sing. That's one. Thing I she love her does, voice. Her voice is amazing. She does have a great voice. Mm-hmm. She does. So that was his know, approach. Was nice. Though is as she says, you have a way of delivering good news. <laughs> like you need to learn how to do it better. Well, like, but wasn't it because he was actually going to tell her what he really came there for at first? He didn't initially come there. No, to he ask totally her to sing. changed it on the fly while he was standing there. He changed his direction of what that conversation was going. And that's because of his communication skills, which he kind of lacks, and he, there's things that he's uncomfortable. Well, talking I think about. he thought that she knew. I think that he is. I think part of him wanted to make sure after their prior interaction, which wasn't the greatest, Mm -hmm. it was like, you know what, let me make her comfortable, make her feel safe, and then be like, can I confide in you? Because you know Tariq, you know me, you obviously know kind of what's going on, Mm -hmm. and I'm not going to just throw out there, by the way, I beat the living out of him. Right. Right. But I mean, he obviously went after her because he wants to find find Tariq and needs her help, but I really think he thought that she knew, and he was a little bit shocked that she didn't, so that's why he was kind of stumbling over himself in their first interaction, and trying to be nice, and he still can't be that nice nice because that's just not how he is but she knew that he went back home right but he didn't she didn't know nothing about she thinks that he's still producing music she doesn't know that he quit his job she doesn't know that they broke like she doesn't know anything she thinks that he went home to be with his family because something happened with his family not that anything happened to him and i think that's why cal looked so shocked when he was saying you know when was the last time you talked to me she's like oh when he went home and so it's like oh so she doesn't know anything so i really can't say anything now right so why don't you go back to the studio with me and let's drop a track but again i do I, i agree with both of you and then it also was like a peace offering because of what he, you know, did to her last time. So he was so. just buttering her up before he delivered like the heartbreaking news. But then I think, but also I think it was hard for him to, to deliver it yeah. in the first place. So once he realized that Abby didn't know, like, how do you say, oh, hey, by the way, can I talk to you for a second? And then, well, you know, I kind of beat the crap out of. So it was he had is it was gonna it was a process. And Honestly, he had to butter realized, up a little. Yeah, and once he realized, once he knew that, but not she only didn't know, that though, I think he had to get comfortable with himself too. Like, how do you tell somebody that? I I don't think it was so much that he was worried about buttering her up more than he was trying to figure. I mean, how do you seriously tell someone what that you did something like that to someone that you're supposed to love, that you're supposed to care about? And not only how that, do you say that somebody that he's supposed to love and care about, but also you're telling this to his best friend Tariq's best right. friend so she they loves and cares about him best too best friends huh? they ain't best friends <laughs> best okay, friends well, ain't best friends hey, I'm sorry but the definition of best friends when you're in LA is I see you once every two three months and it's like I just saw you yesterday oh we God. get busy <laughs> we get busy life takes over well we know Abby's not busy like, <laughs> like, she's busy trying to have orgies get naked (laughs) (laughs) but I I really do I really do um, with Cal I really do appreciate the way he approached it though because even though he was uncomfortable honestly now if you think about it telling Abby in that setting just it wasn't the right time or place not saying the studio is necessarily the best place either but once okay so we'll 
talk about this right quick. When they were doing the track, you know, obviously there was tension between Dynasty and Cal. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because Cal comes in the studio after all this time and he's trying to act like everything's fine. He wants to produce this track. And then Dynasty's like, oh, now you're trying to rush and act like you're into this. And obviously you weren't. So there's tension there. And Abby saw the tension. And then he's like, what the hell is she doing here? Right. So Abby sees the tension, especially when Tariq's name is mentioned. And obviously Dynasty has his feelings about the whole Tariq and Cal situation. He kind of gives Cal a look and then we hear a little bit of their conversation before they turn the mic off. And then eventually Cal and Dynasty get into beef and Dynasty leaves and Cal sends the whole team home. And that's when Abby and Cal are alone, though. Cal didn't send the whole team home. They left. They left with Dynasty. Yeah. Yeah. They left oh, they with, did leave. Remember right. they got mad and left <laughs> yeah. and he just tried to play it off and it's like, it's cool, I just sent them home, we're good. <laughs> He's tricking me with his lies. <laughs> But even, even, even with that, once he lied and said that they sent him home, if I was Abby, I'd have grabbed my purse and I would have got the hell out but of it. But Abby needs a job. She has no money. But, so. And she's naive. She is, too. They all are. But that's when they had their – that's when they were vibing because, remember, it cuts to a bunch of parts. So yeah. they were going through that song. She was laying down some parts of the track, and it was a little bit more friendly. Like, they were actually, you know, having a good – some good banter there. But as a woman so. who – as a as a girl, a woman who was almost assaulted by this man, do you think that there should have been a little like tension? Well, yeah, but she we obviously know she's not the most you know, and, and she needs work. Sometimes when you need work, you take chances that you wouldn't normally take, especially in the industry that you know that. Well, he apo- didn't he apologize? He did. To her? He apologized, but he's still so freaking scary. But um, can we talk and about the beginning? Uh, I was just gonna say, oh my gosh, like oh, he's sorry. beating up that bag and the bottle. Oh my gosh. Full with of the baby oil. Yes. Love it. Yummy. Andre. <laughs> Yum. Yes. Just saying. Yuck. So when he I mean, if y'all want me to take my shirt off and put some baby oil, I can be the bag too. Wait a second. If it was Cassie half naked with baby Come oil, on. you'd be happy too. That's great. I'm just saying it ain't all that. <laughs> I'm saying he was I got muscles good. here. Like that was hot. Show me the gun. Oh, show. wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. When I last week, wait, 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 wait. When I last week said that I want to be on uh, LA Complex and I think that I should be Tariq's older brother and kick Cal's ass, the first thing that you said was, he's buffer than you. When I said that, I got muscles. And look what you do. The fall- <laughs> the I'm fall- just saying. The following week. Okay, we didn't send you pictures on Instagram. We didn't send you pictures on Instagram. Now all of a sudden. <laughs> do not go to my Instagram, please. Oh, oh my gosh, I'm going right now and reposting. <laughs> but I'm just and saying. Now you got muscles all of a sudden. Okay, okay, okay. Well, I'm just saying, when Andre comes back here to hang with us, because I know that he will, we, we'll just have a contest and see. All of y'all will oil oh, you up no, and no, 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 no. Leave shirt me out the contest. Take the shirts <laughs> off. Take off. Okay, that's perfectly fine. I'll oil up and I'll stay in the bathroom, <laughs> put my shirt back on, and come back out here. You will only see these muscles if I get on LA Complex. <laughs> Guess we'll never see okay, them then. Sorry, okay, but okay. I, we just had to go through the, you know. But, um, yum. Take pride. He works out hard for that body. He does. Awesome. And I, if, if you want to be my personal trainer, actually, I'll ask him when he gets in here. I need a personal trainer just to help me get my body back up. But anyway, um, so the, the final scene, you know, we're joking here, but the final scene was very powerful when he finally did yes. tell Abby what happened when he took her into the private booth. And it's just funny how 
even though we didn't get to hear exactly what they were saying, it was just such a passionate moment. You could see, you could see, see it. it in their interaction, <laughs> him explaining what he did mm-hmm. and her reaction. You know, she stops, she holds her mouth like she's in disbelief. And I mean, I cried last night. And my question, I she slaps him. She hits him. Well, no, just just her finding mm-hmm. out that he and he, he did the physical yeah. movements that he hit him, that he hit him, that he hit him, that he hurt him. And she didn't know that. And I mean, obviously, for being Tariq's best friend, she's just so clueless I'd be like why what's going on um but to see that interaction it was just so heartbreaking and I was in tears I was in absolute tears last night my question is quickly so I was talking to I was talking to AJ right before the show so she knew that she knew that he was gay right or it was implied she knows a little bit about what's going on yeah she knows that Tariq's gay she knows Tariq's gay but does she know that Cal's gay well she knows their relationship now because Tariq told her didn't he tell her after after Cal it, scared the crap out of her it wasn't remember really, didn't we well, didn't re- they had it, it that was, conversation they on the did stair. have a conversation they, they did I think that they did I think we're just supposed to I, I think, think it was implied it was implied like yeah. the, like Raquel's miscarriage yeah, and many exactly. other things on the show okay yeah, yeah. so it she was knows. more obvious yeah because she knows and that's why he came to her and that's what he was so afraid of. So what I was saying, so in, in this booth, when he was talking to her, do you think he said, you know, obviously, you know that Tariq and I have been hooking up something to, to preface it before you went into the or I, did he just go straight into you he know, probably just went straight I love into Tariq it. and yeah. yeah I think he went into you know I did something awful I really love Tariq and we had a situation what happened and I feel really bad about what I did but I don't think he needed to go in details about well I'm gay and and no I think no. she already yeah she I was already messing with him. this lawyer and you know that didn't work out <laughs> then I came back <laughs> there's yeah. a dude at a restaurant no but so but yeah I think it was a really powerful moment and I can't wait to to get Tariq back because yeah, obviously it was I mean and obviously that's leading up to it right because you know we he gave us a spoiler a long time ago that somebody goes off to get him so yeah. and I mean I guess when we get into predictions which will be very soon but yeah. the the end of the show the preview for next week was a plane flying mm-hmm. right I, so somebody somebody's going somewhere and hopefully they're going to pick him up from where you know from Montreal hopefully Does sure. he have, he have, can I just get on the best friend thing really quick sure <laughs> do it could she have at least called the boy to find out? Hey, is well, we hippie? already know how selfish she is. I know, but I just, it's I just had to bring it know. up. Yeah, no, I, I hear you. Well, I was gonna say, how long has Tariq been gone? Do we know now? Nine weeks. Okay, <laughs> so nine and a half weeks. Yeah, I was gonna so say. So in LA complex time, what? That's like what three months, six yeah. months. So okay, so Tariq's been gone for a while, and my thing is, my best friend said, you know. I can't tell you what happened, blah, blah, blah. Whatever the situation is, I would give it like a week and a half or so. Let them settle it down. But I would definitely call them. So, yeah, she's a horrible best friend. She's horrible in relationships. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Speaking of Abby, we can't leave out her new relationship with this random dude that she meets <laughs> on the beach. You. I miss you. And they went out once? And she says we're dating. One time? I miss you. Guys, you know, I don't do relationships. Did she get naked already? Oh, wait, 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 wait. Emil, give you relationship okay. advice. I was just saying, I don't do relationships. But I don't understand how after you meet this guy on the beach, <laughs> you meet this guy on the beach, and you have like one dinner date, and all of a sudden you're dating and you miss him. Did you even get any? Did, did no, they, they kissed. And he said, I'm coming back for you, Vargas. Wait, wait, wait. You've never had a good date with um, good chemistry where you do think about that person? That, yeah, but not to the point where I would be like, I'm dating you after well, one date. I, well, the dating thing. This is was, Abby we're talking about. Yeah, this is about. Abby we're talking about. Okay, the whole the whole we're dating that was 
just chicken head status, but you've never you've never <laughs> dated a girl or went out on a date with a girl at least once and she had such a good impression on you that you do think about her? Yeah, but I wouldn't be like, I miss you. That's because you're a guy and she's a girl and she's yes. stupid. Yeah. And so I think a girl, she naturally would the say, The main thing I in that you. sentence, though, was that she's stupid. <laughs> so <laughs> that's the main thing. But um, I, I just couldn't leave that. But I do have a little bit of uh, news. Ooh. I mean, it's public news. I just want to remind people. So... I was about to do it again. Afterbus <laughs> TV news. Um, just so you guys remember, in case you didn't see it last night, next week um, on Monday, it's going to be two episodes that will be airing um, starting at 8 o'clock. So there will be a new episode at 8 and a new episode at 9. And it's going to be the same thing the following week, which I believe those are going to be the two final episodes. And then LA Complex will be over. And we'll be here on Tuesday, though. Yeah, we'll be yeah. here on Tuesday still. So next Monday. 8 o'clock new episode, 9 o'clock new episode. If you miss it, you can always watch it online on um, Tuesday. And then later on that night on Tuesday, you can watch us here at AfterBuzz. And so, so we'll recap both episodes. We will. Um, and hopefully we'll have a special guest in here fairly soon. So I, stay tuned. I think we will. I won't say any names, but I think we will have someone. Baby oil. Oh, you're so stupid. <laughs> Guys, I'm already here. Baby oil. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> but let's go to predictions. And now, your AfterBuzz TV predictions. Okay. Okay, so like I said, I do predict that this whole Charlotte thing is a fake and it's going to come out that she's not really sister. I can't figure out how she blocks the DNA test to make it match with his, but I don't believe that that's his real sister. And she's going to like take him for everything he's worth and get him hooked on Scientology and expose his dirty secrets. <laughs> Sorry, I got too much in detail. No, no. You, I, I, you just never know with this storyline. I'm liking the whole he has a sister thing. So I want to have faith that she's not going to be totally crazy. The only creepy thing about her is her religion, religious right. choice and how she's going to try to brainwash him. And he's so easily um, manipulated. Yes, he's very easily mm-hmm. manipulated and influenced. And any little sign of I can attach myself to something like this, especially it being family, I'm a little concerned for him and the fact that you know she, she's a cutter he's a burner they could wind up hurting each other I was gonna say just a quick side note today my mom came into town with her friend and she was like there's actually Scientology ads out here I was like yeah mom it's just like any other religion <laughs> <laughs> just bigger in LA <laughs> seriously um, okay so Cal and Abby obviously we think Cal's gonna go get Tariq had yes. a brain moment there Tariq with Abby uh, yeah, I think the both of them will fly down and go get them. But also, um, yeah, how's she gonna afford? No, I don't think Abby. Cal take care of it. I don't yeah, think Abby's gonna help uh, him out. I think she's gonna help him, but I don't think she's gonna fly. She's gonna be with him. She's not. They with now. Well, there's gonna be two people. Like that's what we were. That that was the spoiler that we were given. That there was gonna be two people that go. So I wonder who the two people are. I wonder if he Big went sleeps? through. Or? <laughs> Big sleep. Where is Big sleep? <laughs> His dad. <laughs> Oh, that would be cool. I don't know. Dad holds his hand. Or the chick that he was trying to bang. (laughs) But Ben Watson... I support you, Cal. I think Ben Watson tweeted or had something on Instagram about how he was coming back on the 27th. 
Did you guys? No, say that? he just said. Well, he implied that he didn't say it. Okay. So I don't know. We'll see. Well, hopefully he's back next week. Yeah. Though. Well, I I don't know. I think that Raquel because you know we got a little bit of something with Raquel and Connor. So I think maybe they'll like rekindle something and then she'll get in a fight with his sister about that whole Scientology <gasps> stuff and it'll be a big like triangle drama that way she can because expose she's going to tell him you know you're ridiculous. Remember I told you you know what I mean. I think that's going to be some drama. That's a good one, mm. Simon and Beth. Uh, <laughs> move back to Canada. Beth needs to quit getting naked, or she's going to get her, pregnant. I think her dad's going to show up. Oh, that would yeah, be cool. Did be, you yeah. guys? Did you guys see the team uh, Abby shirts? No, I didn't get a chance to see them. Oh, oh now there's a Team Raquel. That's the new one. Team oh, I Raquel got a Team shirt. Raquel shirt. Yeah, Team Raquel go shirt. Team so Raquel. Make, so make sure wait, you wait. guys go on to Twitter and see. We're tweeting it, and you can find out where How to get How do we want to see Raquel? Do we want to see her as the bitchy waitress in Cacti Bear outfit? Can we get her with, like, a smile and a halo over her head? <laughs> yes, that's what I want to see And then, like, bitch at the her. bottom. <laughs> uh, with her hands in a prayer. And then, finally, what about Nick and Sabrina? They just need to get jobs now, right? Yeah, they just need jobs. Well, I think they're going to live happily ever after. I'm going to say the good thing is, now that Nick just got fired, he has a lot of great material that he can work with. Yeah. So maybe I, we'll get a gig from that. I think we'll see their relationship bloom. You know, they don't yeah. have jobs. So. We'll see what happens. Well, guys, um, we are about to be out of here. But like I said earlier, make sure you tune in to Fox starting September 25th at 8 p.m. for two new episodes of The New Girl, Ben and Kate, and The Mindy Project. Where can we find you guys? Miriam L. Gonzalez on Twitter. Bam Erickson on Twitter. And Kelly O79 on Twitter. <laughs> I was like, where's the rest? <laughs> and at Emilio E. Jr. in ChasingLA.com. And we are out of here. My eyes twitching. <laughs> From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 